It's spoiler in time, my friends, which means that we are going to talk about one of our rewatches, one of our library watches, something you can find usually for free, not always, uh, on the internets. And we are finishing our Miami Vice watch which with the very last episode of Miami Vice to air, not the series finale, mind you, we did that last time, uh, but the last episode to reach air. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Uh, and now, and when you say reach air, uh, was it on NBC or, or somewhere else? It was on USA Network. They found this episode, as I think both of us now understand why, uh, too graphic to air on the USA or on NBC. Uh, it was one of three episodes that did not air on NBC and were aired later. Two of them aired later on NBC. This one aired on the USA Network six months after the finale in January 1990. I think it might have aired on NBC finally later, like years later, maybe. Um, but it it did not in, in the 80s or early 90s air on NBC. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. tell me if this sounds familiar to you. Uh, Brian has a habit of when looking at the artifact of a Miami Vice episode, just unbelievably praising the detail and uh, exquisite uh, uh, execution of the production, you know, movie-like quality, Mm -hmm. the fact that it's on film and all that stuff. Things Brian usually mocks are the acting or sloppy writing for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Um, this episode, in every way, was the inverse of all of those. The production was garbage. Those were, you know, we, we could produce equal sets right here on, on our campus. However, the acting was consistent and excellent, and the writing was bold and daring, and out of the box, and there was a moment about one-third of the way in that I thought to myself, this does not feel like NBC. This feels like FX. This feels like The Shield. And then I paused, and then I was like, who's in this? And uh, it's CCH Pounder from The Shield. Yeah. And I'm like, no wonder. Holy moly. This is incredible. Um I have many, many thoughts, but I want to give you the floor first to hear what you thought of it. Yeah. Well, we haven't actually introduced the name of the episode. It's too much too late. It is episode 22 uh, of Miami Vice. Uh, I did not figure CCH Pounder for to play a junkie. Uh, that's my own fault. There's no, nothing I mean, wrong with how she played it. Or None of us like this phrase, but let's say what she played she played a literal crack whore somebody willing to trade sex for crack i did not figure that would be her character i because i know her from the shield i thought oh what federal investigator is she gonna play because we just saw michael Jiklis play you know the cop from out of town i figured oh yeah cch pounder definitely gonna play that uh so when she appeared i didn't recognize her right away uh because You know, she's younger, but also dressed up like a junkie. Uh, And (laughs) I was like, oh, wait, that's her. That that's CCH Pounder that. uh, And it just goes to show how good of an actor she is, because, uh, you know, it it was in no way like the character she plays in The Shield, but in every way convincing. 
also with you on the writing, I started to get an inkling about something up with the daughter very late in the game. So I wasn't totally surprised by the twist, uh, but they did a good job of, of, of hiding that. And I didn't quite have it all figured out until right before they revealed it. So, um, <clears throat> what did you think of the Switech B B plot here? Because this is the last episode, uh, but chronologically, it should have appeared before the finale, and it very much shows a Switech on the decline. Whereas last week in the finale, we saw Switech sort of very awkwardly come to terms with his made, demons, made whole. Yeah. yeah. Um. The uh, um. So. Uh, disclaimer everything I'm about to say comes from uh, whatever the actual experience that I've lived um uh, you know I've watched addiction uh first firsthand and um this was a astonishingly powerful episode insofar as it accurately depicted the uh, the three different options that happen with addiction. There are addictions where you turn away. There are addictions where you get lost in them and end up dying. And there are addictions that you hit a pivotal uh, lowest point and then turn your life around. And all three of them are represented in this episode. And I'm, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to not be emotional or whatever. But um, but but like Switech, we see him at his lowest point. Right, where, we see him hitting rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. And we see him turn around. We see CCH Pounder not making any changes and dying as a result of her addiction, right? And then we see Rico flirting with addiction mm -hmm. with this, this woman and her past that you know that uh, 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 Don Johnson keeps reminding him man that's trouble and then seeing him turn him turn away um I don't know if I'm skewed because of my experience but this was a very powerful episode for me and I thought it was very well written and uh very poorly produced uh it <laughs> It looked cartoonish, um, but I don't know. I was I was proud of whoever pushed this one through, because it, it speaks some real truths, uh, like three different types of addiction. It's it's really amazing. Yeah, I didn't even think about Rico as as being one of those. That's that's a really good observation. Uh, I definitely noticed that, especially for 1989, they handled the dynamics of how you deal with addiction very realistically right they don't have the cartoonish like oh if you just if you give her money she'll just spend it on drugs they had rico saying you had to give it to her you you knew what she was going to do with it but you had to give it to her because you knew she would find it some other way uh and and my mom never really got over her addiction she died earlier this year um and she fought with it to the end and that was something we had to deal with which was you know there are things you have to do uh, and there are things you have to turn away from. Uh, and you, you know, you are not the one in charge. They are. And I thought the way they handled that part of it was was also really subtle. 
and and really unexpectedly realistic. That's interesting because like that exact same moment when I encountered it, I thought boundaries, you, you've got a girl. Yeah, I, I, I was like the stereotype of the person standing up in the theater saying like, don't you give her that money? You know, it's like, like, well, like and, and, and that's the interesting part is there is a part where you turn away and you give up and she hadn't hit that part yet. So I'm like, yeah, no, where she is, she knows like you're you're going to give her the money because you're still hoping to get her in a program. You're still hoping to do that. So that's what you have to do at that stage. She hasn't reached the other stage yet. Uh, and we never see her go to that stage where she turns away entirely. But we do see her uh, try to rescue the daughter, um, which is a whole other situation. Which is another horrific aspect of this episode, yeah. which I understand why it did not show so up. So here, here's something, here's something right. that I thought, which was, and, and this is an edit that we're seeing long after the fact. It was an edit that was showed on USA. They have dealt with as sensitive of a topic as this episode had uh, in, in a way that was less a present present, right? They use the word rape. Uh, they show him going into the room. Uh, we hear a scream. Miami Vice has done this exact same sort of thing in the past with a, I'm not going to say the word, but you know what I mean. And then we're going to cut away before he gets to the door. And that probably would have passed the censors. It's probably why they did it in the past. So I'm curious why they held the line, why they said, no, we're, we're no, we don't want to compromise on this one. It has to be told this way. Uh, I suspect it quite simply was because they knew they were nearing the end of their journey. Yeah, maybe. And they had fewer F words to give, you know? Yeah. And th maybe they knew like, you know what, this one isn't going to fit in the schedule anyway. So why, why compromise? Let's make it's it like, finish it the way like, we want. Uh, it. Or, or maybe they knew it was going to USA network. Maybe that was the plan. And they're like, well, if it's going to show there, we let's tell it the right way. That, I mean, that could be, um, uh, I know this much. I, I, I was unprepared for how, deeply accurate and affecting this episode was yeah. and I, I don't know if that's just me but uh no i think um, i think it's i think it is a deeper episode than most of miami vice yeah or at least the ones uh, we saw we didn't watch every episode well, especially because we're seeing we're seeing swytek in the middle of the denial phase where he's he's sharp enough to know that this is the part where I'm supposed to pretend like I'm getting my act together. And yeah. I'm supposed to go to the thing and which is classic addict behavior. And oh, so yeah. on. My mom never made it out of that phase. That's just where she lived. Ah, uh, maybe, you know what, Tom, maybe, maybe you and I are uh, in a unique position to evaluate this episode. <laughs> I think we are. But I flatter myself that I have enough objectivity to look at it and say it's not just the emotional connection. There, there is because it, it, we are in a unique position to rule the other way and say this is unrealistic. This is a bad telling of the story. No, uh, and and I, I think that's what is upsetting to both of us is that we're both in a position to say, oh, dear. 
yes, at all levels, this is yeah. What and I, I, I think I think we are qualified to judge that in, um, the, in this particular case. Yeah. Not in all ways. I'm not an expert on every aspect of this, but but there is there is a part of it that rang true, uh, in a way that that other episodes that have dealt with similar topics on Miami Vice that we watched did not. This this is well written. Yeah. Um, I feel like anything more should belong in after talk. Patreon.com slash cord killers. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, in other words, uh, you're, you're, you're ready to veer away from the episode. Uh, so uh, I, I, you're, if you're a, not a patron, you're not losing anything about Miami Vice 522 there. Uh, but if you'd like to know what we mean by that, by all means, become a patron. Patreon.com slash cord killers. Next week, we will be talking about Asteroid City, the Wes Anderson movie. Uh, so by all means, uh, jump in and enjoy it with us. Uh, and then we'll talk about it on Spoiler in Time next time, which means it's time for me to say I'll spoil you again next time. And so will Brian.